Supposedly? Supposedly. I bet you also say during instead of during. Not during a podcast. If someone says, show up at the Taco Bell between two and four and give me two bucks, you show up at the Taco Bell with two bucks. And what's your friend's name? And I go, it's me. (laughs) It's Ben. (laughs) And you are Oliver Twist. You're like, please, sir, I heard you have a secret magic item. Might it solve my hunger? (laughs) And To General Geekery, specifically, this is a podcast. I'll be Ben. Oh, what the hell? I'll be Lou. This sounds like a stupid question right off the bat. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> stupid question, stupid answer. Yeah. Go ahead. You being an upstanding American citizen as you are. Already off to a bad start. Yeah. Have you been to a McDonald's recently? You know how McDonald's, the drive through wraps around the building in a counterclockwise fashion? So if you're facing the front of the building, you always seem to come in the right side. Always seem to go out the left side and then your car. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, sure. It's not really something I've given a lot of thought to. Okay. But so yeah, uh, people have opinions on where they park. Sure. I generally like to go around the building, prepare myself for a quick exit so with my bags of cash that I've robbed from the cashier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's, that's an interesting question though. Like right off the bat, yeah. where you park a, at a, at a store is actually kind of interesting to me. Do you have a regular place that you park in, in a parking lot? Like as close as possible, as far away as possible, a left side, a right side. Is there, is there some method to the madness? I generally like to be further away from the building. I am all about minimizing the amount of time I wait on people. I optimize for minimizing waiting. I don't like to go down rows where someone's going to be waiting for, I can, you know, I get stuck behind somebody who's waiting for that parking spot right up front. Yeah. It seems like an awful idea. If you're not pulling into a handicap spot, you, you need the extra hundred feet. Just pull down the parking lot. I'm going to go ahead and say there's a little bit method in my madness. And when I say method, you may think I'm mad is I, I try to come in from as far outside of the parking lot as possible. So if there's like a back entrance to the parking mm-hmm. lot, I come in that side. Yep. I take one of the first rows I can get to, and as you see the uh, the the empty parking spaces bleeding into the parking spaces, one of the, as soon as I see the first car, I'm immediately to the outside of that first car. But here's the weird thing: I, maybe it's weird as uh, maybe it's not. I tr- if it's a store with two entrances, okay, like I, a Walmart or something like, like that. Like a Walmart, uh, Publix, the way the Kroger's Kroger. used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the one that I go to is still that way. Okay. Um. It's actually exactly what I was thinking of is I try to park closest to the entrance that I'm going to go in so that I can get to my shopping as quickly as possible. Once my prize has been gathered, I don't care how long the walk is out of out of the store, which is probably backwards because I should probably be like, okay, well, I've got a bunch of frozen food and stuff. I need to get to the car as expediently as possible and get home. But there's something about this cart is really heavy, but it's kind of like, like getting, it's almost like going on vacation, like getting there. You want to get there as fast as possible. It's mechanical advantage, not magic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So to answer your question, McDonald's. So we've got this counterclockwise 
right. progression. Right. Um, I, I really, I, you know where I don't want to park? I don't, wa- I don't want to park so that I have to interfere with somebody who's in the drive-thru. That's why I usually go around the okay. building to the far side. Okay. It's, it's after the exit. There's a very controlled point of, I'm going to give you money, and then uh, I'm waiting for my food. There's a natural break there, whereas people will pile. There's no natural uh, break on the amount of influx of people waiting. My, uh, yeah, I, I, I optimize for not waiting on other people. Okay, well, my thing is I don't want other people waiting on me. Mm, so oh, my, nice. my thing is I don't park on that side. So if you come into the parking lot right side of the building and, and you keep the building to your left, I don't park on the opposite side over there where people are exiting. Because in my mind, if... If I'm going into the store, I'm not in that big of a hurry. Yeah. I'm willing to say, I'm going to come in, I'm going to make my order, I'm going to get my fountain drink, wait on my order, eat my my food, maybe get a second refill on the fountain drink to, to make it as worthwhile as possible. I'm not in a hurry. Somewhere in my mind, and maybe this is just way off, it could just be laziness on other people's parts, but somewhere in my mind, I think the person that's in the drive-thru has something very pressing that they have to get to. <laughs> they cannot stop to sit down and eat. They're like, okay, well, she's in labor, um, but she's only seven centimeters dilated. So and hospital food is awful. Hospital food is awful. So if I do not get my wings and things right now, it could be... Oh, she was in labor 20 hours last time and it was miserable, mostly for me, not as much for her, but yeah. I, but I'm just not going to get in your way. And I don't want to, I don't want to be the person that walks in front and then we do this awkward, like, well, they're They're trying to speed out with their food to the hospital. Right. And then I end up like crossing in front of them. So I always park on the other side, but as far back as I can, usually there's mm-hmm. like a, like mm-hmm. a, a dumpster back there or something yep. like well I, past I, where the, yeah, I like the, the back right dumpster. Yeah. That's uh-huh. where, that's, I know exactly that, what you're talking that's about. where I go. I, I'm a back right dumpster kind of guy. Yeah. That's where I do my Craigslist uh, swaps. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's uh, we're both classy people. Yeah. Someone's got to stay in the car to make sure check her dilation. Um, you can't park the car to walk in clearly. So you spark, you know, on that side. You'll come in on if you're facing the front from the street, the right side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm a right sider. Yeah. In the uh, in the McDonald's around here. I actually went in through the right side one time recently because everything was it was dead there, and I was like, all right, fine, whatever. When you walked in the door, were you smacked in the face with a wannabe iPhone that was about six feet tall? I assume other people know what you're talking about. I have no okay. earthly idea what you're talking about. The McCafe. I feel like I'm racist every time I say McCafe. It, it's a trademark. Listen, speaking as one of the Irish, um, it's not it's not a slur to say McCafe. Okay. I feel better now. Is there a separate Met Cafe area than there is like the rest of the restaurant? No, it's just a renovated new style. You know, the new style they're doing with some bench seating and like the little stools. And oh, okay. Like, gotcha. the, like the, the, the wing armchairs that are just sitting out in the middle of nowhere. It's like, what are you doing? You know, oh, people come here to like drink coffee. No, they don't. The coffee's way better than it was like, you know, five, 10 years ago. They've really upped their game, but no one goes to McDonald's to sit there and drink coffee in like an armchair. That's yeah. just not, sorry. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in the new style, you walk in through through your side, Heathen. Um, there's this big, on our side, there's this big like wannabe iPhone. It looks like, uh-huh. it, like it's designed like a phone with the proportions and the little plastic around it and everything to make it look like there's a speaker up top and everything. Uh-huh. And... <clears throat> And it's a big touch screen. You can order your food right there. 
And it's it's crazy, right? Because so you're ordering on a fake pad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because it's like it's I could I could put my fingertips on this monolith, right? All these worlds are yours except McDonald's. Make no landing there. And I can put my fingertips on this monolith and reach over and commit, you know, a, a, an aggravated misdemeanor and slap the clerk. There's a human being right there willing to take my money. Which, meanwhile, the human being... Okay, so maybe I'm not as familiar with this as I thought because I'm not... I mean, I'm seeing it in my head, but I, I've never personally been there. So allow me to be the person that's behind the counter. So I'm standing there. And I'm making my minimum wage. What is it? Five seventy-five right now. Um, so I'm making it's, it's higher, but it's still not enough. <laughs> exactly. I've been there. So I'm making my minimum wage. I'm sitting here, and you walk in, and now you're given this like like fast food Sophie's choice of, <laughs> of am I going to am I going to Talk to a human being whom I know is desperate for interaction and to validate their place in life and what they're doing. Because everybody wants to feel that they're, they, are, they are fulfilling their role, whether it be big or small. Or are you going to go use the iPad? Yeah, you know, and I, ha I have to poke at it. So, like, I have to play with it. But I'll play with that thing for like, I'll play with that thing for like five, ten minutes. Everyone in the restaurant staring at me. But I am the 80-year-old man, so I have to go over and talk to the cashier. Oh, welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Whoa, hold on, hold on, slow down. So, how's the weather been? Pretty crazy, huh? Wait, so does he or she that's that's waiting at the cash register, I'm assuming with it being McDonald's, I assume it's busy enough that that person is actually like helping customers the whole time. But if so many people are going to this automated side, does he or she even pretend that those people are over there or do they just like blankly stare forward so that they're not making eye contact with the people that are kind of cheating on them? Um, I've, I've seen a few different ones. McDonald's happens to be one of those things where if you're driving down the interstate and you're like, I need to, I need, I need to pee and I need a cup of coffee. Where am I going to go? And it's like McDonald's or, you know, we're in South Georgia. It's the local strip club. No, it's well, truckers <laughs> welcome, you know? Well, <laughs> they, like, all right, well, they, I got my idea. They do bear all. Um, they are all bears. So I'm, I'm a grown man. And uh, for my birthday, we're going to medieval times. Right, like grown men do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a group of 17 grown people, so I don't feel so bad that, that we're doing that. All the people that I respect their opinions are all there, so they can't say anything. They're like, I can't believe you're here. Well, you're here too, so. Yeah, Sh shame grows logarithmically, so as you get larger numbers, it's okay. You spread the wealth, share the wealth. The, um, the automated answering service is in complete character with everything else that Medieval Times does. Nice. So yes, that me, Lord. <laughs> Chain the pots, two pence. For old English, press one. Which his his accent. Which sound, we call current English. Which his accent sounds way better than mine. Mine's a terrible Cockney accent. Well, hello. Step in time. Step in time. <laughs> so, but it, like from the get go, from the jump, it's like here's this this uh, this British esque uh, actor trying to get in the frivolity of all of what we're going to be doing. But it's an Atlanta number, and so it rings a couple of times, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm actually calling an office, and I am. But I get the answering machine, and so uh, the girl is the 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 person that's that's 
so the, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be is like I'm not at my desk. Well, at first it says I'm here Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, it's 915 on a Monday morning. So she's there. <laughs> so maybe you're just not taking my call. <laughs> so I leave a message except for you. <laughs> I leave a message. And so I wait a whole day because I'm a very patient person. I don't. You also have things to do. <laughs> a job that allows me to pay for 70 people to go to freaking medieval times. And so then uh, I call back again uh, today, actually. And I get the answering service again. I'm like, ah, maybe I just need to, to book it through the online site. She finally calls me back. And the online deal that they're doing is about 20 or 30% off of what the normal price would be. And then she's like, okay, well, we have a, an adult package. I'm like, well, we're adults. What's the adult package? They're like, well, you get all the stuff, plus you get a drink. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought this was going. <laughs> what, do you think there was a dungeon? There is, <laughs> but not the one I was thinking of. Yeah, it gives you one extra drink, but it's like $20 more to get a drink. And I'm thinking, well, first, there's two options here. One, your drinks are $20, and I'm not paying for it. Well, they're about twenty two fifty. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> so, you get a slight discount. Slight, slight cut. Um, so either your drinks are $20 a piece, and I'm not buying it, um, or this is just too much of, a, of an upcharge, and I'm just not going to deal with that right. anyway. So, but then they said, well, we have a birthday package. I'm like, awesome, birthday package. This is for a birthday. And they're like, okay, well, you get a, a cheering banner, which... I mean, how many other times am I going to use uh, a cheering banner yeah. from you, medieval you times? Go, you go to like uh, Vistaprint or whatever. It's like, hey, give me a banner. All right. <laughs> Gotprint.com. It's about $9.99. So. Gotprint.com. $9.99 banners. They don't sponsor us. We just think they're pretty cool. And then they say you get a... a so don't a, confuse that. Because <laughs> Village Wine and Spirits <laughs> is our official sponsor. Official. Presented by. <laughs> so, but, and then they're like, okay, you get the banner and you get a slice of cake. Okay. And they're like, and... You get your name called out during the show. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So I, this is the thing. Like Katie was like, you've got to do the birthday thing. So they call out your name. And I'm like, but it's almost $20 per person extra to do the birthday thing. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to let anybody down. So I finally get a call back from the lady. She's like, oh, sorry. I was away from my desk. And I was like, oh, so maybe you should put that in your message. Um, <laughs> But I'm trying not to be snide. I'm being ha nice about this. So I we work go nine to five. I'm at my desk three hours a week. So we go through the you guess which three. So we go through the different packages, and there's like, well, there's the base package, and then there's the online deal, about twenty percent cheaper than the base package. There's the adult package, which is basically the regular package plus like nine dollars per per person for the extra drink, which makes it twenty dollars more than the the other thing. Mm -hmm. This is like a math problem. If somebody's at home and really wants to figure this out, you can probably figure out what the prices are on the this. Green Knight left Detroit at 5.15, traveling 15 miles an hour. The Yellow Knight, who is black, is going the other way at 10 miles an hour. It doesn't matter that he's black. I'm just trying to throw you off. <laughs> like, oh, God. Carry the two. So so anyway, so we've got the 20% the less package, the, the one that's $9 more than the regular package, which is $20 more than the discount package. We've got the birthday package, which is $18 more than that. And then they keep going with like VIP seating is this and another upgrade is this and then include gratuity is this. And so at a certain point, we have 17 people going and she's like, and for this package, it's $174 a person. I'm like, there is nothing, what? nothing. I repeat, nothing that Medieval Times offers 
first did I go, I'll pay $178 per person for 17 people. Nothing. So my friends are getting the basic package <laughs> is what I'm saying. You got here. basic friends, basic package. <laughs> so here's the kicker to the whole story is after getting done all with that, with all that stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the basic package. And I paid for it. I'm like ready to end the phone conversation. I'm ready to go back to actually working. She goes, so you said it's somebody's birthday, right? I go, yeah. She goes, well, do you want their name called out during the show? I was like, well, that's part of the birthday package. She goes, well, yeah, but if you tell me that, we can just we can just do it. <gasps> what? And I go, uh, yeah. And she goes, uh, well, how? And this entire time, I guess she assumes that I have good friends that are uh, setting this up for me. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So she goes, so what is? What's your friend's name? I can't trust my friends. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what's your friend's? Uh, what's your, how old is your friend? And I go. 33 <laughs> and she goes and what's your friend's name and i go it's me <laughs> it's ben <laughs> and she's like you're booking all this for yourself i was like yeah and i'm paying for it <laughs> she's like she's like i think i want to be one of your friends <laughs> i can't trust my friends to do anything right <laughs> or, or, or worse right you show up the night of and like you've gotten this vip treatment now because you book 17 seats all in one booking and she comes out to say like, oh yeah you know i was just in a neighborhood i wanted to say hi and greet you and thank you all for show, showing up we're we're all your friends I'm like this is us it's just you standing there just spending all this money to, to, to pretend like to this phone operator who doesn't even want to get back to me in the first time to be like, I have friends. You know what, though? That's the thing. If I show I up. You know what? I have 19. I'm going to know 20. I'm rounded up to an even 20. Do you know why the McRib is only like special, like limited time only? I imagine there's only so many scrapings of the cutting room floor a year they can pull together. <laughs> I, you know, you would think. Um, so the McRib was a... It's, it's seasonal based on the pulpwood. They, they partner with Georgia Pacific. So here's the thing, and, I, and don't ask me how I know this because it's just somewhere in the recesses of my, my brain, is... We'll just accept it as fact. That's Mc, McRib, everyone... Ex don't, don't Google this. I'm sure it's right. Uh, McRib was actually a standard on at least a certain number of menus nationwide. Like it was, right. it was in the same vein that obviously it's a burger burger place. Never here for a certain amount of time. They rolled it out, and I don't remember when it is. If I actually looked it up, I could see the years. But they rolled it out in the same way that they're like, okay, obviously we're a burger place, but we also have a chicken sandwich. We also have a fish sandwich. We also have a barbecue sandwich. And it was the least performing of all of those things. So they were like, well, it's, you know, that's the slowest, the, the slowest gazelle gets eaten. We're going to so, Disney vault it. <laughs> so we're going to Disney vault it. So that's exactly what they did. And you hit the, the nail on the head. They were like, we're going to take it away. And once we take it away, you're going to go, well, I didn't love it, but now I kind of miss it. Do you remember, remember how hot McRib was like, Oh, I, I every time it comes out, I go after it. <laughs> I, I prefer it to their burgers. So, but that's what they, but all I, they had to do. And it's the, the simplest marketing trick ever is all they had to do. It was, they took away something that you never really wanted and they took it away. And then after a while, people were like, ah, oh, I do remember that's gone. And then when it comes back, they go limited time only McRib is back only for six weeks. We don't know when it's going to go away, but it's probably only about six weeks. It's probably about six weeks based on how fast you gluttons have eaten these in the past, because we know how many we've made. So one of the guys I lived with in college, we, we our apartment was about three quarters of a mile from McDonald's. 
He saw on a commercial one night, Saturday night, 1130. He's probably halfway through a 12 pack. He sees that an advertisement for McRib comes on. They're like, and now in your area, McRib is back. We got to go. He he says no words. He literally just stands up, grabs his wallet off of the corner of the counter and starts to walk out the door. Oh my God. And then I'm given a choice. I'm like, are we, is this... Because you better get in the car now if you want that no, McRib. No one's driving. We're like we're we're not driving. We've we've been drinking, and so he just walks out the door, and I was like, "This is about to happen." Is he call? Is he calling Uber? Wait, no. This is several years before Uber. <laughs> so we we walk three quarters of a mile <laughs> down the street like some hobos that don't have a place to live to McDonald's, and here's and and okay, here's the thing. So we walk down. McDonald's is closed. Oh, the no. main store is closed. Yeah, you know, for the younger audience, McDonald's used to close at a reasonable hour. But some places had a 24-hour drive-through. Yes. So, given your earlier conversation, he you, follows he follows the rules. He enters as he should. So we walked further than we should. We walk around the building on the right side. Come back around and he stands there, which of course it doesn't actually trigger, right? trigger the thing. So he then walks up to the first. Because he's table. not two tons of metal. <laughs> Go figure. The magnets didn't pick him up. He walks over to the window and. Um. Uh, 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 hello. I. Uh, I'm here for the big rib. You know, it's certain in certain municipalities, not here, but in certain municipalities, it's illegal to walk through a drive-through, probably for that reason. So here's the worst part of it, and, and like, and and he was he's a very affable person. So they open the thing, and he's like, "Hey, listen, I, I was watching TV. I saw that McRib is back. I realized I don't have a car. We live right there." Which he pointed like next to us. I'm like, "Well, those are woods." Um, but he's like, "We live like right over there. We're homeless." <laughs> And so, and so he's like, can we just get a couple of McRibs? So they were like, well, sure, because we have a bunch of it back here because it's made out of paste. And so they give him a couple of McRibs. Here's the worst part. We're still three quarters of a mile away from our abode to enjoy these McRibs outside of a closed, darkened McDonald's that we can't eat at. So we literally this, 3D print these McRibs. So at this point, we're just walking down the street back to our place with these McRibs. We sit there and to enjoy our like feast, I guess, question mark, is these cold McRibs. It's not even rib or food to begin with. And he's the happiest person that has ever lived because he got his McRibs. Nice. But no, I mean, it it seems like with McDonald's that uh, what they're trying to do right now is they're trying to McDonald's seemed like it was the the same the entire time as we were growing up, though. It seemed very like you knew it really what, did stagnate. You seemed like you were always going to get what you were going to get from McDonald's and you knew that it was always going to be the same thing. Not necessarily a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Consistency no, is good, but they did stagnate in their consistency. I, I would probably say it's the most common place. OK, we don't eat there on a regular basis. I would say when traveling. It's probably the most common place that we eat because you know that it's going to be quick. You know what kind of food you're going to get. So you pop into a McDonald's while you're on the road on a road trip and you just grab your food. But, oh, yeah. But they're sure. But they've been doing the uh, McCafe thing. Obviously, they have special things that they've been bringing back like the McRib, but they've been doing that for a while. But now they've been making some big changes because they've had some some issues. Oh, OK. So one of the things that they tested that went nationwide was breakfast all day. 
Oh yeah. Okay. So now it's like, which I was never a big fan of their breakfast anyway. I was more the guy that was in line at 1029 going, can I get a double quarter pound with cheese? And they're like, no, sir. We're still serving breakfast. And I was like, till when they're like till 1030. I'm like, okay, well, can I just sit here for 30 seconds and wait? And then can I get a double quarter pound with cheese? I was always about heavy protein lunch, dinner types of things. Yeah. I was on a, I was on a, I was on a cruise once and they came back and asked for, you know, what desserts do you want? And it was the fancy night and you had to sit at the table and like the fancy night <laughs> on your carnival cruise. It was the fancy night. Yeah. And you had to I, wear, you had I, to wear like, I put on both pant legs and I went out in public. Your t-shirt wasn't allowed to be frayed. You know, it was, it was a big deal like for me. Wait, wait, wait. Did your t-shirt have, which NASCAR racer was on your t-shirt at the time? Oh, Bobby Labonte, interstate batteries. I was always an awesome Bill from Dawsonville type person. You know, nice. That's, uh, being the Georgia guys. So. Yeah, no, no. Respect. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the extent of NASCAR done by General Geekery. You will hear no more NASCAR done by General Geekery. Steak for lunch, steak for dinner, steak for dessert. I'm totally on board. Uh, on the cruise thing for just a second. Then we'll get back to, to McDonald's and their all-day breakfast and the things that they're doing. But on the steak for a second. No, I, I can have steak at, at any time. But here's the thing. The, the cruise that we were on, me and my wife, here's the thing is they had the main dinner that everybody goes to like on cruises. Right. And that's great. We did not go to those. We went to one, but it was just so that we could say that we went to one. Here's the thing we found out is when we were looking through all the information of the place, I looked at all the different restaurants. And so there are extra pay for restaurants and they're like, you know, the pizza all night restaurants that people are associated with like cruises oh. and stuff like that. But at this cruise specifically, there was a restaurant that was located basically one floor up from the main dining hall. Okay. It was buffet style. And what they served was exactly what was being served at dinner at the main restaurant below. Nice. But it's it's buffet style. So we like look at the menu and be five of those steaks. And they don't really point it out, but you look at the menu for like what's in the main menu downstairs and it's like, "Oh, it's steak or lobster." And you're like, "Oh, that's interesting." And then you look at the different restaurants and then at this restaurant it was it's steak or lobster served family style. And so you're like, "Well, that's interesting." So we went to it and we met a few other people that were there and they were all people that had been on this cruise Sorry, line before. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it's like, and, that's and, a good sign. And we walk in and they're like, Oh, so you know the secret. And we're like, what do you mean? They're like, Oh, well all the stuff you get downstairs, you get here, but you don't have to wait on the service. You serve yourself. And it's the same stuff. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. So downstairs I choose a steak or a piece of lobster. And the guy walks over and he takes a plate and he goes steak lobster. Steak, lobster. He goes, would you like any of this? And I go, I could go for some. He goes, hold on, steak, lobster. Okay, it's your turn. <laughs> and so I come back to my seat. And there's sides, there's salads, there's soups, there's all this kind of stuff. I'm sitting here and I have four lobster tails and three pieces of steak. And I'm just like, the people downstairs are totally idiots. This is yep. the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. So we spent the rest of the time. We actually kept eating at that same place. So we actually met some really neat people that had been on the cruise often. Um, long story short, one of them was like, 
Hey, so we've seen we've seen you guys every time. You want to come back and uh, hang out at our uh, at our room? And we're like, yeah, yeah, it's really nice of you. And so they're like, well, we, we cruise with them all the time, so we got upgraded. So we went back okay. to the room. What they were upgraded to is what's called the Admiral Suite. Oh, okay. So they had bought an already really nice room, which I'm sure was like you know like nice balcony and like it's actually like a two bedroom thing. Sure, sure. Okay. So we're all familiar with what normal cruise rooms are like. This was a living room with a TV, a bedroom with a TV. Okay, so you've already lost me with two rooms. A walk-in closet with a TV for her. Yeah, it had a TV. A walk-in closet for him, like both separate restrooms. And then it had liquor service. So no. they had a, a they had a bottle of vodka, a bottle of Jameson's, and a bottle of something else. I don't remember, like a rum, Bacardi or something. This is me flipping tables. And and whenever they just started to run low, they had a button that they pressed, and like they had their own like manservant come out and bring them more of whatever they wanted the entire time they were on the trip, just whatever they wanted. Please, person servant. Um, and then you go out onto their balcony, which is like a 15-foot-long balcony with their own hot tub on the balcony of the cruise ship with a TV with an arm that articulates out over the edge of the ship to like show you TV as you're like looking at views of Hawaii. I mean, not that you know the Hawaii lava flows are not enough to, to look at. Does that get in the way of your hand, though, when you're sticking your hand out over the edge and, like, trying to, like, catch the waves? I just kept saying, I'll never let go. I'll never let go. And then you let go, <laughs> which is the biggest bullshit moment. Um, Holy shit, man. I need to cruise more, apparently. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they spent a lot of money to, to have that. Um, so, but I say that to say this is somehow I say that to say this is McDonald's is doing a lot of stuff to try and get people to come back. Mm -hmm. And just like in that hotel room where they just had unending uh, flow of booze, which they know is going to get somebody to come back. McDonald's has started selling, get ready for this beer. I'll see you guys later. McDonald's in South Korea. So all right, guys, I'm going to go buy a plane (laughs) ticket. I'll see you guys later has started selling beer. And what they're saying is that like McDonald's, they've admitted they're like, well, our profits are hurting and we're trying to bring in, bring in more like younger consumers. And so in South Korea, they're like, okay, well, we're going to start selling beer and it's actually started working. People are like, I can go to McDonald's and buy beer and buy burgers, but they only sell it with a apparently they have premium burgers in South Korea. Mm-hmm. So you have to buy a premium burger to get a beer. Yeah, no, there's not this dollar menu, you know, two for two, for two type thing. So yeah, they're starting to, to buy, but, so, so I can't get my grilled onion cheddar burger with, you know, a, uh, a craft beer from a local brewery. No, but I'm pretty sure they come free with McRib. <laughs> no, they don't come free with a McRib. They give you that beer because they feel sorry for you. <laughs> I don't care. I get a McRib and a beer. Be- a beer and a McRib. The Lou Mangler story. So, yeah. So when was the last time you were in a Taco Bell? Oh, the Taco Hell. Run for the border. Um, Runs. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell. Oh, you mean uh, you know, PepsiCo Halliburton? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, of, of course. That's exactly what I was thinking. Apparently, the cool kids way to do it. And I learned this through a big promotion. Just order before you get there. 
Okay. Uh, how? So I had I had been following Taco Bell because their Twitter account's pretty hilarious. Okay. Then I found out I wasn't following Taco Bell at the worst possible moment. And I apparently but unfollowed them. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> well, uh, right. Who exactly? Let me, let me get, I'm just, I, I, again, I can't wrap my mind around this. Who are you following that you but unfollowed? Taco Bell. So you were actually following Taco Bell. Oh, yes. Okay. And was expect, was very disappointed to find out Saturday before the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. That I had missed out on the chance to pre-order something amazing. Something amazing from Taco Bell. Something amazing from Taco Bell. I assume this can only be a new product or flavor or sauce or what. I mean, uh, Taco Bell doesn't have a wide range of, of things that they offer. They're like, it's not like here's the steak and here's the salmon and here's the amuse-bouche. Like, like there's only so many ways to, <laughs> to package what they have. So I am contractually obligated to not release the information about the potential food-like product they may or may not have sold. Insider information. Gotcha. Ten more. But found out, was very disappointed when I found out that I wasn't early in on the process because I wasn't following them on Twitter anymore. You can pre-order their next big thing. Next big thing. Okay. Next big thing. It's going to change the way we eat food. And there's no prior information as to like... It's it's this like they like, stop like, like one of those things where it's not like they're like you like the Trulupa. Wait until you see what's next. You like a Gordita. This is Gordita gone nuts. Like it's Gordita. Gordita. Like it's like they don't give you any clues. They're just like we're Taco Bell and we made a thing. They give you no clues. They were one stop short of the Segway advertising. How so? This is going to change the way you move through society. <laughs> like this is like this is going to change the way you consume Taco Bell. And all I could think of was, I'm not going to have explosive diarrhea afterwards. This is amazing. <laughs> They've solved the one problem that I have. I love your food. Going in, it's like however, I walk, I walk out the other side, and holy cow, I have like actually received some vitamins and minerals I need for my bodily functions. This is actually nutritional. How did they do that? Eating Taco Bell is really kind of like being a drug, drug addict. Well, because be, be careful what you're accusing me of here. <laughs> no, I'm very aware of what I'm accusing you of is that you take it in and you're like, it seems like a good idea at the time. And then as you're doing, you're like, Oh, it's definitely a good idea. And, oh, then, okay. when you, and then when you get done, you're like, that was a terrible idea. And then one day later, that was really a terrible idea. Okay, so you got me pegged. Very disappointed. Uh-huh. But not one to be deterred. Okay. I have uh, I have decided that I'm going to figure this out, right? Yeah. So it's Saturday before the Super Bowl. You can pick up your mystery item at Taco Bell between 2 and 4. If you pre-ordered it. So it's like one fifty-five, and I'm out at Stam's Club or something shopping. So what do you do? You, you know, you pull out your phone, you try to figure out how to navigate the website on a phone and log in and create an account. Hey, there's an app you can download. I don't have time for that right now. I'm on a mission. <laughs> but noted, 
I got to figure out what this special thing is because all the links point to the website. None of the links are like, yeah, order it in your app. I don't have time to download this app and take a chance that this special menu item might be in the app. I got to follow the links. So try my best to order it. The website is just shot. You can't order it. Mm. Go out on Twitter to my Twitter peeps. Smarter people than I. No one can get into the site. Because apparently everybody else unfollowed Taco Bell or wasn't smart enough to be following Taco Bell in the first place. Yeah. Their loss. So total lockdown. Right. Found out some people were calling their local Taco Bells, which is brilliant in its idea, right? Like I got the cell phone. It also makes calls. I could have called the local Taco Bell. Idiot me is trying to like use the way I would like to think that somebody somewhere is in an apartment complex that like based on the fact that we're in a college town here. I'd like to think that somebody's in their apartment complex and given just the pure probability of how many Taco Bells there are, I'd like to think that they were in an apartment complex that backs up to a parking lot, which is where the Taco Bell is. And that they're desperately online trying to search for like, I can't get answers. I can't get answers. What could I possibly do? If they look out their window, they could probably see a Taco Bell sign outside their window, like glowing. And they're like, there's nothing I can do. I'm like, if they raise their voice slightly, (laughs) if they just open their window, they're like, what to do Taco Bell. The person in the like to go window would stick their head out and go, Hey, do you want the mystery thing? Cause we got the mystery thing. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, I'm sitting here like trying to use this bevy of like computing power flying over the airwaves and all the other shit. Meanwhile, someone's uh, like sitting at some payphone that manages to still function somewhere. Operator, can I have four, 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 four? I'm sorry, sir. That line is busy. That number has been disconnected. I'm not, I'm not going to use my phone. I'm just going to show up. So get home, get everything dropped off, everything put away, head out, get there at like 3.58. So I'm coming, I come into the Taco Bell. You guys are give, are like selling something today that you had to pre-order and I don't have a pre-order, but I want to buy it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no problem. Hey, are you aware of the promotion we're doing here? And I said, no, I've heard of promotions around, but like, what's going on? Just, all you have to do is buy a drink for like a buck 50 mm-hmm. and you get one free. <laughs> Even better. Awesome. Done. One of it. Still at this point, it, you're, you're right. like, the mysterious. I was going to order it for $2 online. But I got it for a buck fifty. Plus, they threw in a drink. Here's what I like about this so much: is that the way Taco Bell structures it, it sounds like it's the Ark of the, of the Covenant. Like it sounds like it's the most protected thing that you could possibly have. But you have to keep in mind that you have Taco Bell employees working in front of this. Like you think that it's going to be guarded, like with an iron sheet, like that somebody's going to be in front of this, and you're like. I want the special thing. A lot of people want the special thing. My girlfriend's in there. A lot of people's girlfriends are in there. Yeah. And I came in, I came in like supplicant, like, right? Like I really, I don't have a pre-order, but like if you have any more and it's, uh, there was a, there was a Futurama episode with the iPhone where they implant it in your eye. And it's like, uh, I'll see if we have any in the back. And there's this like big factory in the back making them and just spitting them out. You 
know they had plenty. And Taco Bell was like, sell any that you can. Just get them out the door. I like that you walk into a place that, yes, is predicated upon the fact that they can sell as many as possible. And you walk in and you're... Hi, have you heard of capitalism? <laughs> and you walk in and, and you are Oliver Twist. And you're like, please, sir, I heard you have a secret magic item. Might it solve my hunger? <laughs> and and they're like, yeah, buy a soda, you get it. And they carry me out of the Taco Bell on a stretcher. Dun, dun, dun. Think about that. You walk up and you're like, so you walk through the drive-thru like a pedestrian does. Like one does for the McRib. Like a pedestrian conversation. And you walk up and you're like, I want the secret thing that you have. Of which I'm sure they have a billion of back there. And they're like, no, sir. Did you register online? But I heard it was limited time only. But you didn't register online. So you that's going to sit on our shelves. You can have it after it has a name. And that name was General Geekery. Specifically, it was a podcast. For a limited time only, I'm Ben. I'm Lou. And this has been a podcast. GenGeek1 at gmail.com. GenGeek1, that's the number one at gmail.com. The website is gengeek.one and that's dot O-N-E. Slight difference, important difference. Gengeek1, the number one at gmail.com. Gengeek.one is the web address. And those have been words. Mm, that's a thing. I'll have a number one. At Lou Manglass, I ordered in the app. If someone says, show up at the Taco Bell between two and four and give me two bucks, you show up at the Taco Bell with two bucks.